five to four puppies and one uh, mother dog out of containment by myself accidentally in the building this past week. <laughs> and it was, I mean, they're puppies, but it was very much like herding cats. <laughs> and they were all very excited to be out of their kennel. <laughs> and I was the only one in the building. So uh-huh. I was trying to corral all of them at once. Yeah. At <laughs> one point, I thought I had all four puppies in the kennel with me. And I looked down, I had one puppy. <laughs> the other three were oh. out there somewhere. Yeah, it went great. <laughs> Something has gone wrong. I have three welts on the side of my head from... <laughs> No, and a big bruise up is here. Is it one welt or three welt? Because we've established counting <laughs> is not your strong suit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to we're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. There we go. What are we doing? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing at this point? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. This is Patrick Aswell with me as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. Okay. But peaking. But peaking. But, yes. Constantly well, peaking. I'm going to be honest. I probably did not make the cut for the, yeah, I know. the intro. That's all right. She's still peaking. It's fine. Yeah. All right. The peaking as a as a podcaster or as a, as a, just a, a dog herder? Mm. Yeah. I think I'm going to go out at the top of my career in dog herding. Okay. <laughs> did they all make it to the kennel? They did eventually. It took me about 30 go. minutes. Hey. You got uh, the job done. Yeah. It's pouring yeah. sweat. I'm bruised. I'm abraded. You know, but the puppies had a great time. Yeah, I would have just said, "Do whatever you want. Just right. go nuts, puppies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you you win. Have right. free reign of yeah. the kennel. It's, it's yours. You live out here now. That's right. This is your home. <laughs> I will go in here where I clearly I belong. Right. <laughs> Stay in the kennel. All right. Uh, I've got some news for us. Oh, okay. what do we got? Um, it's spooky season. It is spooky season. You're all about the spooky season. I, love I am. Spooky season. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I've got a recommendation at the end of this. Oh, a spooky oh, wreck. So. Yeah, spooky yeah. movie. Maybe. Oh, we'll see. It's new. Ooh, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go. Uh, in Salt Lake City. Mm. Not what I think Very of spooky. when I think of spooky places. <laughs> I don't know. Mormons. Speaking in, di- <laughs> speaking in a different way. Yeah. They can be spooky. Residents of downtown Salt Lake City have reported hearing strange music coming from their toilets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm game. All right. Okay. What do we got going? That'd be pretty spooky. Yeah. If you're in the bathroom and all of a sudden music is coming out of your toilet. <laughs> Unless you're in one of those like cool Japanese toilets that like sing to you while you go to the bathroom. Is that what happens in Japan? <laughs> they have toilets that like sing and stuff. This is the thing. Oh, uh, do they? <laughs> yes. I don't know that they sing. They do play like sounds. Like they'll play a continual flushing sound. Yeah, they're like it's okay, like, like it's like a, when you by the way turn a, on your washing machine. Like it there's sings, a big difference know? between do, 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 your toilet do. making yeah. music or noise versus it singing to you. Well, yeah. it like, what's it sing? Is it singing an or an aria? I was gonna say an opera or I don't know. Yeah. Like, like you don't say like my car is singing to me when you're driving the street. It's playing music. <laughs> the toilet <laughs> singing to you means it has some kind of consciousness. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do say that about your car. Right. Sings, but you don't listen to music. I don't. You yeah. don't. I listen to podcasts. He listens to NPR. That's foul I, nonsense. Like a nerd. <laughs> you don't listen to music at all. I mean, occasionally, but not usually. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I listen to podcasts too, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fine when Patrick listens. To podcasts. Yeah, but I listen to like fun ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> a fun podcast. Uh-huh. What do you listen to? Uh, I've been doing revisionist history lately. Oh, revisionist history. Yeah, with uh, Malcolm Gladwell. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple uh, other from his uh, network that I do that are pretty fun. I bet you listen to smart podcasts. 
That seems about. I do. Listen, I do. Yeah. 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 I've, a, I've got a Bible podcast I listen do to. Do you like to one. have fun? I do. Okay. All right. I just have I fun just in different ways. Let's, let's get, <laughs> need to get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back <laughs> to our story, to our, music, to our singing toilets. I've, I've been like this my entire life. This is not <laughs> okay. news to me that I, I have fun. <laughs> I know. Pastor David is the the oldest millennial I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dig it. I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's a brand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was really kind of eerie. But it was beautiful. Rosemary Olson, musician and downtown resident, uh, reported hearing an she augmented B chord. Right. Reportedly, she could identify it. <laughs> okay, from Rosemary. Her yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Olson told the outlet that she had posted about the noise on the the neighborhood act next door. Sure. Residents reported hearing. Where else would you put it? Similar tones. <laughs> right, my I mean, I was singing to me. That's a reason to go to next door. <laughs> so, Have you ever gone to on next door? Yeah, it's I crazy. try not to. Yeah, yeah. There I've been. A- it's. It's interesting. It's a vicious, it's lawless hellscape. Very <laughs> recently in my neighborhood, there was somebody trying to, in quotes, rehome a wild pigeon nope. that they had <laughs> found in their garage. And instead of opening the Open garage, the garage door, door and letting it out, let the they were go. trying to rehome it. Just let yeah. the pigeon that go. That pigeon does not need a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good thing about next door is it lets you know who among your neighbors are insane right. who yeah. among your neighbors are hearing the answer is everybody apparently yeah. <laughs> so is the theory here that there's like a mole person in the sewers and they're hearing this person <laughs> sing through okay, the well, pipe? well a lot happening? of people are saying they're hearing similar tones coming out oh, of the toilets okay. oh. alright so uh, some people are saying it's aliens Obviously, oh, yes. I mean, you know, come up through the toilet toilets. aliens. Yeah. Know, toilet, that seems <laughs> we have toilet bears. Like, so. the, like, we have covered a toilet bear. Of yeah. all the mysteries and things out there, alien in my toilet seems like the least likely <laughs> scenario here. Like this, <laughs> it doesn't seem like the direction I'm I would. Surprised go. that Hollywood hasn't caught on to that one yet. Sure. Do you yeah. do you have as we keep going? Do you have a fear that there could be a snake in the toilet? I do not. No. Okay. Yeah, but some people do. Some people do, and I, some toilets do, do have snakes. Some, it's some true. Do. Yeah, in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't live in Australia, so I'm okay with my odds here is, in the United States. If that one is singing to you in Australia, it's maybe more like a hiss. Right, yeah. That's not fun. You don't want that. Yeah. Um, someone else said, oh, it was my band practicing. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, okay, so the mystery has been cleared up, though. Do you want to guess what was making the toilet noise? Mole, mole person. Mole people? Yeah, mole people. What do you think, Elise? Mm. Living in the pipes. An augmented B chord. Is that a clue? Is the fact that it's an augmented B as opposed to some other chord? Is that a clue that we're supposed to pick up? I don't know one chord for I don't that either, is, but so. maybe that's a clue. <laughs> that, yeah, that means nothing to me. All right. I don't know. Air in the pipes? Maybe like... Okay. Related to construction? Ooh. Okay. Jackhammer. The mystery is cleared up by the Salt Lake City Department of Public Utilities. Oh. It said the sound is coming from the sewer line rapid assessment tool, or the sewer rat. So the sewer rat was making noise in the toilet. I feel like I get half credit for mole people. All right, so because <laughs> it's a sewer rat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rat, rat, mole. <laughs> rat and mole. They're in the same family. Yeah, they're both rodents. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sewer rat system sends tones from one end of a maintenance hole to another. A change in volume indicates there is a blockage or a cleaning in the pipe so it's using sonar it's using mm-hmm. yeah this would be a sh- sewer bat i was gonna say yeah. 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 it's using sonar yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just makes sense <laughs> Super <Sewer> bat. <laughs> i don't know which is more ter- terrifying a sewer rat or a sewer bat that is true which one if you if you were in a sewer you were seeing one of those things climb up out of your toilet <laughs> which, which would be more horrifying for you yeah i think the bat because like the sewer rat i'm like it's, it's even, supposed even to if it gets sewer. out, I can get away. The it, bat is like, yeah. it's all in right. the air. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's right there by my face. That's yeah. Fair. Yep. yeah. I like bats though. 
I don't. Rats are fine. Yeah, but do you want a sewer bat? No, I don't. Nobody wants a sewer <laughs> a, bat, a David. Toilet, <laughs> a toilet bat coming out of the, singing toilet to you. Toilet bat. <laughs> toilet bat sounds like somebody's uh, garage grunge band that they had in their <laughs> high school days. <laughs> With toilet bat. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Olson uh, says, I thought it was very earthy work, and they've made it into something ethereal and beautiful. So yeah. I think we need to get this uh, toilet rat here in Houston. Bring, yeah, bring the we've bring got, the sewer rat. Yeah, we've got yeah. some. I got a toilet. We got sewers that need investigating. Let's right. get this going. That's, I can. Yeah, yeah I, I'm for it. I, can I'm, we can we choose the pitch the the, the rat uses? Can it yeah, be like? I want to. Yeah, I want to be able to pick like my, a siren song from your toilet yeah, to pick oh. my, my <laughs> luring you Everybody's in. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Something upbeat? You know, yeah. something you know, a little, something little mellow, right. little little, right. little easy. How close were I would people like a to toilet their, rave, please? <laughs> How close did people have to be to their toilet to hear this? Like, oh well, yeah, do you have to be sitting on it? <laughs> right, it's like resonating up through right. your body, right. yeah. like it's called a bass. <laughs> <laughs> All about that bass. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want an answer to that question. Let's just leave it there. I'm surprised you let us talk about toilets for so long. I know. Because we're just talking about toilets. We're not talking about what happens in the toilet. That's there's the, there's that's a, nice. an implied... Like, people go to the toilet for one reason, all right? Not to get oh, some two. Two. Two, reasons. <laughs> two reasons. Well, to eliminate waste. It's all under one grand umbrella. <laughs> I think Elise and I are on the same page on we this were, one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we have a real story? No. Not that that's not real. That's real. That's a, yeah. <laughs> we do have a real story. I'm going to go to Salt Lake to see if I can hear the toilet sing. Are they right. done, though? Are they done with the maintenance? Probably. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's not, like, you know, continuous. No, there's I mean, there's lots of sewers. It's just got to, like, go around. So you got to, like, go on the se- go on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sewer tour. You're going to follow, like, Grateful Dead. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Stay at all the houses around. Yeah. I mark my yeah. Airbnbs based on where the sewer rat is this week. Yeah, I'm a toilet head. Yeah. Oh, I hope they play some B-sides today. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cuts only <laughs> sewer rat. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, from our friends at Relevant. All right. And our yeah. friends at Barna. Wow. Oh, two of them. Two, two friends. <laughs> we yeah. have two friends. We have more than Your two team. friends. Way to go. We're Christian today. Yeah, we have occasionally we have some other people. Tens of listeners. Tens. Tens of listeners. Someone the other day stopped me and they were talking about the podcast and they're like, hey, I'm one of your tens of listeners. I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, you really are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good work. <laughs> Shout out to that person. Shout out right. to our tens of listeners. Do right. you want to say who it is? Or do you want to say who? Uh, it was uh, Nikki Kickle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shout out to Nikki Kickle. She's yeah. a teacher here at the school. She is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm we got one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> our influence grows. <laughs> just you, like, what, what just like Sewer Rat. Yeah. <laughs> so, is Sewer Rat going to get us more or less listeners? Hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Definitely more. <laughs> I'd listen to Sewer Rat. Yeah. And Sewer Bat, either of them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're like, ooh, maybe oh. Sewer Bat is like the split off band from Sewer Rat. Like right. Sewer Rat was the original. And right. Anyway. All right. Continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the Barter Group has yeah. released a study on teenagers around the world. Okay. Right. <laughs> and their perceptions of Christianity. Oh. Huh. The story is called How Teens Around the World Relate to Jesus. It's a little on the nose, but okay. Right. <laughs> so it's Barna. They, sure. they do Creative like polling. Yeah. That's yeah. not their thing. Right. Yeah. We're not here for the puns. That's, we're here yeah. for the, just they're, the facts. They're that's, not bringing in like catchy headlines like uh, 10 things you won't believe about teenagers around the world. Right. Yeah. That? Mm-hmm. yeah. That's you know, not bad. Yeah. That's right. pretty good, right? Or 10 yeah. things teenagers won't believe because it's, anyway. Yeah, it's Take a BuzzFeed quiz. Of, you think a lot Which of teenager are you? <laughs> <laughs> you think teenagers around the world are looking at Barna? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I Fine. might be the only person looking at Barna. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I am their target demographic. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so 
First, they first I I think this is some interesting. They call this generation of teenagers the open generation. Oh, what do you think okay. about that? I don't know what that means. But, well, I would like, like to have like that defined. Yeah, that's that's that is kind okay. of the, that's the they're, premise. They're more open generation. To, Sounds like we got a generation of Corinthians here. Oh no, so my gosh. I would shout say, back or shout out to last week. I would say episode. probably compared to the Mills, mm-hmm. which you guys are uh, mm. kind of. Technically, police <laughs> definitely is. I definitely you, you, We don't know about you. We're just not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that cannot be defined. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. What, are the, what, are, what, what came before Boomer? The Greatest Generation. That's okay, okay. Before Boomer, wow. I'm not like a hundred here. All right. Yeah. I, I think Generation X, I think, doesn't want to claim you. Is definitely Patrick not. Well, Patrick definitely doesn't not. want to claim you. That's fine. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're all full. We're good. <laughs> Our ranks are full. Generation X is all full. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gen X, we're called the Forgotten gener- Generation. Yeah, I yeah. try every day, and you keep mad showing at you. up. Yeah. yeah, and our parents forgot us at home when they went to go work, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. uh, "You're seven. You could probably be at home by yourself. Yeah, you're right. fine." And like, you know where the TV? You know yeah. how the microwave works. Here's a microwave. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. that's kind of like, oh, all summer. That's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. Um, Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, the open generation. Okay, I think I think it, it, it is kind of implying that it is, has a generation that has less concrete beliefs, mm-hmm. but more openness to ideas and you know worldly beliefs from uh, from all different faiths, religions, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so let me clarify real quick: teenagers now yes. are part of a new generation. Is this part of Gen Z? This would be part of Gen Z. Gen Z. Okay. Yes. So teenagers and Gen Z are the open generation the open generation mm-hmm. okay. okay as opposed to like millennials we'll share we're saying millennials are not open in this way this is this is a way to you know classify distinguish, them. A, okay. distinguish them, yeah. okay do you think the millennials are the open generation i don't know that we are. i'm just i'm trying to understand the study yeah, yeah. i wasn't yeah. making a claim yeah. so. i think we've kind of got one foot in each world you know sure because yeah. You guys are real set in your ways, pointing at Patrick. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you we all. Have, <laughs> then we have TikTok coming up behind us, which we don't understand. Right. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah we're, we are, you know, an open podcast. We're pretty you're, open. You're, you're yes. the Instagram generation. <laughs> yeah. I can be the Facebook generation. You're the Instagram generation. They're the TikTok generation. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. more definitive, I think. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. We just did it. You're welcome, right. Barna. We did your work for <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so good and bad news for Christians. Okay. From the open generation here. Uh, the study found that generally, global teens like Jesus. Sure. Cool guy. Uh, curious about his message and often want to learn more about him. So mm-hmm. uh, I did I look, I did look at their research. So they, they're selling this book. Who, who's buying this? <laughs> but they're selling like three volumes of this this thing about how they study teenagers. Three oh volumes. My gosh. Oh my so they yeah. only have some of it on their website. Sure. This so, is the teaser. So, so I looked at like some of their research, what they did, and I can say, you Everything know. Everything that we could get to for free. I'm so, with so you. It's right. not just like when they're studying teenagers around the world. We're not just studying like they're only non-Christian teens. So we right. have to clarify some of these teens that they're looking at from another are world Christians. are Christians. Mm-hmm. And so we would assume that they would be interested in Jesus. We, we're making that, that natural assumption. Sure. So if, uh, you know, 30% are Christian, and I think they're kind of based on their research. Thirty percent they would consider definitely Christian. Thirty mm-hmm. ish percent would be kind of more culturally Christian, and okay. that they have an understanding of church. They may go to youth group. 
they they Barna would classify it as like they have not made a commitment to follow Jesus. That's mm-hmm. kind of they're evangelical, but that's how they would. That'd be like every Lutheran teen who was baptized as a kid and never quote unquote made a commitment to Jesus. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, maybe maybe may or not have gotten confirmed, but they have yeah. like mm-hmm. at least a connection there. And about thirty percent that are either other faiths or no faith. So mm-hmm. in this yeah in this uh, study set, sixty percent are in some way connected to Christianity. Yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so in that, but in that, is that a reflection of the global? Like that doesn't seem. It's it's yeah. uh you know I guess it could have been depends on what you consider you know part of the global teens. I mean like in Africa, I mean, teens, sub-Saharan. Globally? I don't Africa and South America, Christianity would be fairly large. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's but true. it's I I was just starting to think about the global population. I didn't. It didn't seem like Christianity makes up sixty percent of the global global population. That is definitely true. Right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's all right. Carry on. Uh, but in that, in that, you know, global teens generally curious about his message. Sure. Uh, often wants to learn more about Jesus. Yep. Um, so that's, these are good news. So one, what do we think about this? This is good news. Great. Yep. Yeah. You want to know more? I'll tell you more. What do you got? Ask me a question. <laughs> come, come listen <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. Right, clearly, yeah. <laughs> so this should be your first stop. Yeah. So um, I feel like there's a there's a butt coming. Yeah. <laughs> right. A beat drop, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. That's what Here comes the toilet bat. I was trying to open up the barn article, but it didn't work very well. Here it comes. There's yeah. a toilet bat coming right at us. The bad news is they don't like Christians nearly as much as they like Jesus. Oh, I don't either. That's fine. Yeah. See, there you <laughs> go. Bored. People stink. Yeah. So when they explored across all faith groups, you, you know, about most kids, you know, about 50% will say they believe Jesus offers hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of their polling from these kids, it's positive messages about Jesus. Um, things like Jesus offers hope. Yeah. Jesus is moral. Jesus would be a good teacher. Sure. Jesus mm-hmm. has things that are valuable to say. So the majority of kids are are kind of agreeing with these kinds of statements. Right. Uh, the minority would be disagreeing with statements like um, Jesus has nothing to offer this world sure. or it would be useless to follow Jesus. Kind I of gotcha. But again, yeah. we want to acknowledge these are not just talking about like we're not pulling some kid out of China who's like atheistic and never heard of Jesus. Like, right. what do you think about Jesus? And yeah. Like shoving a microphone in his face. You know, there there are Christians within this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't like Christians. Yes, the teens so, do not see Christians nearly as positively as they see Jesus. So I'm just gonna jump in real quick. In the responses of the saying, Jesus offers hope. Jesus is a good te- moral teacher. Jesus is useful to follow. Like, those are all true things. Yes. But even as Christians, we wouldn't say that's the heart of Jesus's message. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're still not at Jesus is the savior, or he's a savior or is a Messiah figure or, For is, sure. uh, or know, necessary or necessary. Yeah, we, yeah. 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 He's useful. Okay. Right. You know, in a lot of ways, that's what Paul was fighting against, you know, scripturally too. Like there, you know, we talked about the resurrection in, Cor- in yeah. Corinth, that's right. And so Paul's like, Hey, if you're not buying into the resurrection, then Jesus being a good moral teacher doesn't matter. And like, right. that's not the point. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is probably part of the challenge of even, you know, evangel- evangelizing. There we go. Mm-hmm. Kind Got of. it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, today's teenagers yeah. is like you can't like saying like, hey, the message of Jesus is powerful and important for your life. They'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like, yeah, I buy it. Like that's not a that's not a, an obstacle to overcome, but to get to and Jesus is the Son of God and Jesus 
his death and resurrection transforms mm-hmm. your life, then it becomes the more harder pill to swallow because they're open to so many other things. Right. Mm-hmm. So an openness to Jesus is there, but an openness to kind of secularism and open to, you know, uh, humanism, sure, yeah. an openism to spirituality that's undefined mm-hmm. is all there, all on the same page. I like that you coined a new word of openism in Open, that process. Yeah. I think yeah. openism is a cool new word. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it's funny because for me, like you, you said this as like we believe this, and now we have to make this jump to Jesus is Savior, Jesus is Lord. Um, for me, it's all those first things make sense because, right? Absolutely. And so yeah. I always have a hard time getting my head around someone whose perspective is, oh, Jesus is great. But I don't think Jesus did. It was like, well, nothing that Jesus did mattered if those like. Yeah. Like, kind of. Why do you care? Isn't yeah. it just like a yeah. quack? Right. He started a cult if you don't think sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so I, I, yeah. I have a hard time getting my head around that. But I do see how acknowledging Jesus as Messiah, like it ties you to something. It ties you to a belief. For sure. And in some ways, yeah, you do have to say, OK, that means I'm not going to agree with this or this or this. And so if you're open to everything uh, at some point, following Jesus means you're not open to everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you're not open to everything as truth, right? Yeah. Right. Because I think that there is a, an important distinction there maybe of being respectful of oh, other of people's backgrounds and beliefs. Yeah. And I'm not saying you become a jerk when you start. No, and I'm not yeah. saying you said that. I just think it's important to sort of say just because you do not, you are not open to everything being truth at once. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you have to be disrespectful of other people's ideas. No, absolutely. Ideas, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I do think that's where... If I were a teen and mm-hmm. you were asking me why I don't like Christians, it's because of mm-hmm. that right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Christians are often famous for, well, if you don't believe what I believe, then I can't talk to you. Or right. then I have to convince you to believe what I believe. Or right. then, you know, we can mm-hmm. cut you off or whatever that might right. be. As opposed to saying, I believe this. I believe this firmly. And I hear what you're saying and I respect what you're saying, but I still believe this. Right. And that's okay. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're famous for not holding that kind of yeah. space for someone right. to believe something different than yep. us. Yeah. So, so first, you know, what we're talking about here, this idea of like, how do we kind of come to the conclusion of Jesus is kind, loving, but not Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not, you know, um, one of the famous things C.S. Lewis kind of like outlines of who is Jesus. And he kind yeah. of says, well, really, there's only three ways to kind of walk away from the gospel and find who is Jesus. One right. is Jesus is a liar. Sure. Mm-hmm. So because Jesus. A kook, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jesus. What he's saying is crazy. <laughs> like it doesn't make or not not crazy. But what he's saying is intentionally misleading yeah. because he is saying he is the son of God. Mm-hmm. And his disciples, the writers of the gospels are very intently saying this very, very mm-hmm. early. I, you know, even if Jesus never says like, by the way, I'm the son of God and right. I'm about to die on the cross and rise again in three days. And that's going to save you from your sins. Even if Jesus does say those, that yeah, sentence that directly, yeah. the writers of the gospels are very clear. Mm-hmm. This is what this is about. Yeah. Like, and and the more you dive into the Gospels, the easier it is to see that picture. Sure. All right. So, so either Jesus is a liar. He's lying about that stuff. Or? Or he's a lunatic. Okay. He's just a nutter. Oh, so liar or coot. Mm-hmm. Those are separate. Okay. Yeah, got he, it. He's just a nutter who's out there saying weird, mystical things. Talking about sewer Some bats. of it, maybe you're like, that makes sense. Some of it, you're like, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And by the way, some of the things Jesus says does not make a lot of sense sure. on, on, yeah. an, on an easy read yeah. when you're right. like, let's just breeze through this. You're like, mm, that's weird. You yeah. know, you, sometimes Jesus takes a lot of work. And sometimes, sometimes on a deep, deep read, that's right. still a little, little. Sometimes <laughs> Jesus takes a lot of work and you still walk away saying, I don't get it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Jesus is Lord. Okay. Those so are, liar, crazy, Lord. Liar, Those lunatic, are Lord. 
Well, you, oh, see, liar, lunatic. Yeah, yeah I see, the I see what you did there. Yeah, 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 I got you. yeah, yeah. I didn't sure. have them all in the. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Yeah, or yeah, Jesus is who he says he is, and through that authority, what he says matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's that authority is not there, it doesn't matter at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that that has some powerful meaning behind that. Yeah, but but I, that also comes out of a rational line of thought that appealed to. C.S. Lewis. C.S. Yeah. Lewis and the greatest generation, the boomer generation, right? I mean, yeah. so we have a new a new generation that has a new way of perceiving perceive, yeah. perceiving right. rational it thought. It seemed to be the less world. like black and white. Yeah, which I think is really useful. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think faith should be less black and white. I agree. But I do think that there are places that there are delineations that we right. can make, right? Like right. that faith still requires us to eventually... You know, this is like Jesus writing uh, or to one of the cities, I don't remember which one, in Revelation, right? I'd rather you were hot or cold rather than lukewarm. Right. And like... At some point, believing everything means you believe nothing. Right. So it, it can't be everything all at once. Right. But I, I appreciate that there's some more space for a gray area. Sure. In the open generation. Yeah. Respect is important. Yeah. And, you know, acknowledging that is important. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to say, I believe this yeah. or I don't believe that. Yeah. And I think this this is kind of the challenge that we've been talking about here. Because mm-hmm. even I think, even though I don't believe the ELCA as a whole and the faith that... Um, we kind of profess here at Lord of Life is mm-hmm. an in-your-face, exclusionary uh, a faith that that kind of says, like, we are in a culture war, and mm-hmm. those are the enemies, we're the good guys. I right. don't believe that that's the message that's coming across here. Mm-hmm. Some people may be no, we, getting we that message. We keep that quiet. Yeah, we keep that <laughs> but, but, And I think our, hopefully our tens of listeners don't hear that <laughs> as the message of how we're exploring our faith. But there is an ethos attached to what we're saying sure. here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And that is the driving force of what we do in this world. Yeah. And so if um, if you can't connect to that statement, it's hard to really fully connect to any other thing that we're doing in this world. Yeah. Even if you're like, I love the good things we're doing, like the service, I like being, the worship is beautiful, the music is nice, I like an inspirational message that makes me be a better person mm-hmm. without that connection to Jesus as Lord. All of those things kind of eventually fall off. Oh yeah. Eventually fall flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we saw that for a lot of people during COVID. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think there were a lot of people who in the experience of COVID discovered that what they liked about church wasn't just that Jesus was Lord. Right. And that was no. And so when the, when the things about community and being together in worship and this, when all that stuff started to fade away, it was easy to fade away from church because they didn't have a strong connection to Jesus as Lord. Mm. Um, And I think that we're seeing now an opportunity for people to connect to that in a more intentional and meaningful way. And that's how people are finding the way. Because I think for many people, they just found that beauty of, you know, connecting with people or whatever. They found it in other places because, Mm -hmm. you know, we churches shift or shifted during uh, that, uh, that COVID time. And so I think that was a real, a separation of wheat from chaff. And I don't mean that in a bad way, right? It's just, a, a, you know, at some point we acknowledge there's pieces of us that are chaff and there's pieces of us that are wheat and, and that's okay. And that's part of the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so as we keep going here, you know, they're going to teens. We didn't solve it yet. We're not solving it. Yet. Oh, <laughs> well, let's see. You know, what are we solving? Everything. Teens ultimately, yeah. global teens right now, believe that Jesus is more loving, wise, and peaceful than the Christians who follow him. <laughs> and Christians are seen as more Do not disagree. judgmental right. or hypocritical. 
than Jesus. I'm with them. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with. The, I'm not usually on board with the teens, but I'm, <laughs> I'm on board with this one. Yeah, no, I hang out with teens a lot. So yeah, uh, I definitely mm-hmm. and and this is this is a. I think many people are going to be on this on yeah. this board. I think yeah. um, you know as we're kind of seeing and and as I think we've explored on this podcast somewhat you know extensively, yeah. mm-hmm. that's not the way to kind of get to the heart of these issues. Being more exclusionary drawing firmer lines in the sand is it necessarily going to convince this the open generation to hitch its wagons to what you're selling right right i don't think that that's going to get there uh it might get that that percentage that's like already believing in christian might get them more ingrained or Mm -hmm. initiated in this it might do that Mm -hmm. but the other 70 percent it's going to exclude it's going to drive away yeah and uh What's interesting is um, I uh, relevant has like a Facebook group that I'm that I'm a part of, and, and um, wow, Patrick really is friends with relevant. <laughs> I know, yeah, he so. is. I'm, Did uh, you have to like apply? No, to no, be no. Friends? You can, you okay. can just follow it. Uh, <laughs> I do request. have a, I do have a badge so on there. Are you a top fan? Uh, one of the top fans. Nice. Oh my goodness. Occasionally, I get on there and argue with people. Very not. Re- but so if you go to re- if you want to follow relevant, you might see me commenting on some with stuff. with his top fan badge. <laughs> my top fan badge. I don't even know if I saw. You're it. verified. He's wearing it yeah. around the office now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So this 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 uh article had like 350 comments, which is massive for okay. relevant. Right. Okay. Uh, I did not comment on it. I did not see it in time. Okay. So when I came, when I was looking at it, it was like five days ago. I'm like. Nobody wants these comments. <laughs> like, and nobody wants to comment on things like, you want to be in the moment, right? This is, this right. is the time to stir the pot when it's five days old. Yeah, right. like, yeah. Nobody's now re- coming I'm not in. respond to something. Coming in hot. You know, if I put a comment there and like seven days later, somebody's like, actually, I'm like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> nobody needs that. That's You've right. broken the etiquette of <laughs> Stat- internet arguing. <laughs> Statute of limitations. This comment no longer applies. Right. A 24 hour maximum. A and in reality, <laughs> it's probably closer to like eight. Like, mm. or, right. or really it's probably closer to like when I fall asleep. What happened to- <laughs> What happened in the comments? So immediately, the top comment on there is some woman saying, like, cue all the Christians out there who are going to respond to this saying, the real reason teens don't connect to Jesus or connect to the Christians is because they just don't want accountability. They want to do whatever they want, all these things. Like, no matter the lesson over and over again is, like, how we're doing Christianity, this judgmental, hypocritical, aggressively political Mm -hmm. uh, ways is not Mm -hmm. working. Christians will always cling to that and blame the the 70% that's on the outside for yep, not sure. wanting to be a part yep. of it. And she's like, Q here, it's, it's about to come. And guess what? There it was. It came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It right came at her. Right yeah. at her, right immediately. Like, teens don't want to be accountable. Teens um, want to just do whatever they want when it comes to issues of sexuality or how they dress or what they watch. They just don't want to hear the hard parts of Jesus or anything like that. I don't think that's the case. No. <laughs> All right. So maybe, maybe they don't want to hear those things. Right. So I think. But I don't think that's, that is why they don't want to yeah. follow Jesus. I think there's legitimacy to say teens didn't, don't want to be held accountable because when I was a teen, I didn't want to be held accountable. That's like, what I was going to so say. I, it's like I you also that. did not want to be held accountable. Yeah. You as an adult, I don't <laughs> want to be held accountable. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm really Get that out of here. Oops. Sorry. Whoa. So, <laughs> that sounds wrong. We, we really it. got that out of there. <laughs> I'm anti-authority. Yeah. So like on that level, I'm on board with it. I think the the disconnect here is that does not mean that the way we're addressing those issues yeah. is helpful, right? Mm-hmm. right. That just uh, uh, dialing in and battening down the hatches, so to speak, and, and hitting the same message harder yeah. is not right. necessarily the solution when uh, you're attacking a problem. Right. For sure. 
Yeah. Especially as, you know, we're looking at a more open generation, you know, saying like, yeah. oh, the solution is we'll just close more doors. Yeah. Instead of like exp- yeah. exploring better or, or making our, you know, in some ways, like Paul would even say, like a persuasive argument better. Yeah. We're just, mm-hmm. what, what we need to do with teens is close more doors. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the problem is, well, their teachers are leading them astray. Or the problem is, the sure. internet's leading them astray. So we yeah. just got to close yeah. all those doors and then they're going to be safe. Right. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's not helpful at all. Yeah. I wonder if we're misdiagnosing the problem. Probably. With this generation, right? Or really any generation because it seems like the approach to the problem is like, oh, they're like, they're too open or they're too, you know, whatever. Or they don't want authority. But I, like, what if it was more like, man, we really respect that you guys are open-minded and care how you treat others. And it's more that this stuff matters. This yeah. still matters, even yeah. in the midst of your openness, right? Yeah, well, that's what Paul does in the what, the Acropolis. Am I remembering yeah. that one right? And he goes in and he's like, hey, I see all these gods that you have. Mm-hmm. You're very, you're clearly very religious. Right. So let me tell you about this one. You have a you know, monument to the unknown God. Let me tell mm-hmm. you about the unknown God because right. I know this God. And this, you know, and so right. Paul enters into their their way of thinking about the world and their right. way of understanding. Right. And I think I think we can learn a lot from that because right. Paul doesn't come in and tell them everything they're doing wrong and call sure. them you know, heretics for worshiping idols. Sure. Paul comes in and says, hey, let me tell you about a God because I see how you connect to the world. So right. what does it mean for us to see how teenagers connect to the world and tell them about a God that is relevant to that right. world, yeah. Um, yeah. That, uh, that has uh, immediacy and impact in their life, right? Absolutely. What does it mean for us to talk to them about how they view sexuality and sexual relationships and talk to them about a God that cares about that and you know has an impact in their life and how that responds? What does it mean for us to enter into how they think about uh, cultural interactions or racism or whatever mm-hmm. else is happening in their world and say, yeah, we have a God who speaks to these things without saying we have a God who comes in and says, this is off limits. This is off limits. This is off limits, but comes in and says, I have a way to help you live sure. in this world. Right. Or, and some things will be off limits, right? We're not saying like, that's a part of the reality <laughs> yeah. too. Like, <laughs> Call back to Corinthians. Or, 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 or coming in <laughs> and saying the way you see the world is wrong. And let yeah. me tell right. you the right way to right. see yeah, the world. That's not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that would not helpful, be helpful to me. Yeah. That would not be yeah. helpful, me as a teen or me as an adult. Right. That's not really going to work. And so I think when it comes to working with teenagers that I try to do here at, at our job is to come and say, the way you see the world is beautiful. Right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong because who am I to say? You know, right. think, but the way you see the world is beautiful and it can be an advantage to guide you closer yep. to Jesus. Sure. Yeah. And so let's figure out how does an open generation, how does that help kids get to closer to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the ways we can see in the studies, it gives us an advantage is going to kids that are unchurched or low church, mm-hmm. there's a more openness to taking the first steps yeah. and a more openness to saying, okay, I don't mind hearing about you know somebody else's spirituality because I've practiced it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it gives us an advantage to say, like, this may be the lowest church generation, but maybe it's the church that has the most interest in in more. Let's come at this from a different angle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do wonder, and this is just a, this is a wondering yeah. uh, if they would be more open to receiving that spirituality from someone who is non-Christian, right? So from sure. Buddhist, Hindu, Islamic faith, what you know, whatever that might be, right? I think I wonder if the the predisposition of I don't like Christians makes it more more of a challenge for them to hear about Jesus from actual Christians. By the way, it 100% does. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, unfortunately, in America, Christianity has yeah, become yeah. so entwined and connected yeah. to uh, what, politics, politics whatever, yeah. to a certain point of view, mm-hmm. to an unopen you know, perspective mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that 
even though I think almost every religion has the same baggage and junk that sure. Christianity mm-hmm. does. I mean, like yeah. we look at what's going on in Iran right now, you know, yeah. Islam is not necessarily free from political baggage. Sure. It, it's right. part of the world. Yeah. That our, it, that's, pati- our particular uh, Christianity or our particular baggage is tied to Christianity in the United States. You know? Yeah. Right. But here we have that connection yeah. to our politics there in the Middle East. There's the exact same connection to politics, yeah. oftentimes to the detriment of its, of its citizens, sometimes just like us, Yeah, you know, but like, but it's, that's far away, you know, yeah. here in, if you're a kid growing up in the woodlands, then it seems you can be more open to it. Yeah. You're not having that same kind of baggage attached mm-hmm. to it. Sure. So I think, um, I think it, it hopefully, and I, <laughs> I'm hopeful but realistic. Yeah. Can lead churches to saying we've got to release that baggage. Mm-hmm. Sure. To really get to this open generation, we need to come in clean and or as clean as we can. And that means we start having to we start having to love Jesus more than we love mm. money and political power. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a pretty big challenge for the American church, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like political power, but I do do like money. <laughs> money buys it's, money buys yeah. things. It's helpful. Money buys yeah. pizza. Mm-hmm, mm. I really like pizza. I do like Me pizza. Too. Money yeah. buys Netflix. That's true. Yeah. Okay with Netflix. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you want? What, what's your... Money buys podcast subscriptions. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah. yeah, you could be free podcast. Free podcast only. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be a patron. I could be you could. free free podcast only. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what do you got? This is so stupid. Well, we're, we're at that point in the episode. So <laughs> what do you got? We're done. Like, uh, have you ever go to the movies? Uh-huh. And some Maria Menudos, who hosts the opening for the movies, you know, have you ever seen her? Uh, probably, but mm-hmm. I didn't she, know she who that is. She always advertised, like, her free podcast. Like, every yeah. podcast is free. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Who's paying for podcasts? <laughs> Come on, Maria. You check out my free po- Oh, it's free. You're right. It's all they're all <laughs> free. Get on it. We're free. We don't have ads. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're so, paying to to get this money out, to get this message out there. Yeah, you're welcome, world. This is our gift yeah. to you. Right. You're I welcome, was, tens of listeners. There, I, I, this is completely off topic, but for perhaps a future- uh, uh, More on topic than my Maria Menudo's <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> for perhaps a future episode, I think it's fascinating the shift that's happening towards like subscription services, particularly even around like NPR podcasts or mm-hmm. things like that. Like, oh, well, I'm going to pay, I know there's a word for it, I don't remember what it is, but it's essentially a pay-to-play model, right? Where you, yeah. you pay a little and you get these perks and whatever. And I, I think that how we're giving to non, or how we're giving to charitable organizations is drastically changing because of this pay-to-play model. And I'm really curious how it's going to impact the church <laughs> and how we talk about stewardship. I think so. I think people people are drawn to the subscription model. Yeah, because I get a yeah. perk. I get something out of it. Yeah. 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 We could do Kickstarter capital campaigns. Well, I mean, but like once upon a time, churches said like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna pay something, then you get the best seat in the in the church." Like that that was a thing. Right. I don't care about that, but I but would that, like, like some. But I'm like, saying like churches, t-shirts. Churches have done this before. We have. Right. We've gone through phases where you get a indulgence, and we, yeah, you get you <laughs> bring get indulgences something. back. <laughs> Here's an idea. I'll bring it to council next week. Yeah, do that <laughs> on your behalf. No, mm, hold on. <laughs> Back that train up, up, I was listening to Beyond Sunday. Right. Pastor David said something interesting <laughs> about indulgences. I mean, I immediately regret everything. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my garage and start my garage. No, what was it? Sewer Bat. My Sewer, Sewer Bat, Bat band. <laughs> That's my future. Yep. Sewer Bat's going to be coming out with a subscription service. <laughs> Just $5 a month. And this is what you get. Yeah. Right. You can get our first first hit free and then you can hear the I rest of the album. We could do a, we could do a Beyond yeah. Sunday patron. We could. We what really what could. would they get? 
Oh, probably. I think most podcast patrons have like exclusive episodes. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah, they and get, like t-shirts and swag, or early releases stickers. of episodes, or yeah. like like a Facebook group that's just for the patrons, Ooh. things like that, and you know. Yeah, that's usually what our I've Facebook seen. group already has like negative ten people as a part of it. So. <laughs> we have a I mean, we probably do. do we have a fa- early on. We, we do were have like, a Facebook Let's group. use social media. And they're like, Ugh, we don't like it or understand it or <laughs> uh, yeah. like. I am a social media manager. Patting right? ourselves so in the back. Like, is you want to help us make that happen? Hard. I could do this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not not self-promoting enough. We do have a social media page because it's our podcast gets shared on it, and I that's share true. it out from there mm-hmm. every week. But that's the extent of what happens on our social media page. Yeah, that's it's true. pretty bleak. Anyway, nobody wants to hear any of this. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, if, you, if we haven't lost you by now... I've got Teenagers, a, I've am got, I right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a recommendation. Oh. Yeah. On Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, spooky recommendation. So. Spooky? Uh, so, um, you're probably familiar with Marvel Studios. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Heard they, of them. They've released many, many movies and a lot of now Disney Plus shows. Sure. And they released a Halloween special okay. called Werewolf by Night. Ooh. And it's very good. When else would someone be a werewolf? Well, it's based on a run of comics called okay. Werewolf by Night. Um, Still. <laughs> there are no werewolves during the day. The whole <laughs> It's a good name. So, so it's, it, is, it is a 45-minute special for Halloween. Okay. It's in shot in black and white. It huh. is uh, a great homage to like the Universal monster movies, sure. you know, that are all black and white, like Dracula's mm-hmm. and Creature in the Black Lagoon kind of thing. It is very, very fun. I watched it. I'd be like, I could. They could have doubled the time length, and I would have. Been, I would have lived in this world and been very, very fun. Uh, is it like horror or spooky it, it, or? I like- would say. It's because like Creature from the Black, Black Lagoon is not like terrifying. It's got some spooky ish okay. to it. I mean, it's 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 got surprisingly yeah. amounts of violence and gore oh, okay. for a Marvel thing. I mean, it's not like it's not like, uh, you know, whatever Halloween, the movie coming sure. up. It, okay. It's not that. And it's also in black and white. So it's black and white mm-hmm. blood and violence. Right. So it's, right. you know, it's a little bit tamer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very fun. I really enjoyed it. I again, it's okay. forty five minutes. It's a it's a it's a fun forty five minutes. Werewolf so, by night. Werewolf by night. If you watch like, it with and, your kids, and if you're like, I've never seen a Marvel <laughs> thing. It has no connection to any other Marvel. Oh, thing. good. Yeah. So like, that's all I'm in for. You, you will not, so werewolf is not a new superhero that we need to know about. You you will not need to okay. know anything going in except it's spooky and it's in black and white. And okay. I think you can. Uh, Do we need know. to know that it's in black and white? Well, I mean, it helps. Okay. I mean, if you're like... You're not going to figure it out. Well, you, I mean, if you go <laughs> in... Like TV like, broken? Because right. I think if you go in and you're like, and you're not expecting the black and white, you're like, ugh, this is old. I'm not watching this. I got <laughs> like, you. Yeah. Old. Yeah. Okay. There. We're off by night. There you go. Well, for any who are still with us right. at this point... Hi, Nikki. Bless, <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. This is uh, Beyond Sun. If you liked this episode or any of our others, we'd love to have you share it on your social media or join our <laughs> Facebook group, which does exist. You can find us at Beyond Sunday Podcast on Facebook or BeyondSundayPodcast.com. You can send us an email, Podcast at Gmail. Elise will post something on there probably. Yeah, we're going to yeah. make Elise our social media manager. Sounds good. It's, Why it's, not? It's an unpaid gig. Yeah, I gathered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you 20% more than what you get for the podcast. That's right. <laughs> it's a good once, deal. We, once we grow from tens of listeners to, you know, dozens of listeners, yeah. maybe we'll get a sponsor one day. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to break in for an ad break. Yeah. yeah maybe we'll we... just start doing ad breaks for the same ones I hear on the podcast I listen to, and maybe they'll be like, hmm. maybe it'll be <laughs> on Sunday. We just, we just start reading <laughs> We, yeah. Oh, we do like a SNL like fake ads. Let's That'd do be it. fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, again, yeah. no for your indulgences, they're about to be selling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday. <laughs>